0: Fantasy booking at its finest. Neil and Sean go back in time and rewrite some of the biggest moments in wrestling history. From WWE to AEW and more. Join us on our journey as we repave the path of wrestling as we know it. On this episode of From Corner to Corner.
1: What are we rewinding?
0: History of the Royal Rumble. I like it. Yeah. It has to rhyme. If it doesn't rhyme, it doesn't work. But that doesn't really rhyme. Royal Rumble Rewind.
2: Say that five times fast.
0: I can't. I barely, fast. First <laughs> <laughs> I barely got it out the first time. I barely got it out the first time. Well, if you hear the uh, extra voice in the room, we have brought back friend of the show, Adam... Mark Muncy, how you doing tonight, bud?
1: Oh, doing good. That would have been a perfect segue using Randy Orton's "I hear voices." <laughs> you, if you hear that voice,
0: I hear voices. <laughs> <in> my... <laughs> That's funny. I hear voices on the podcast that I don't know. <laughs> That was horrible. That was bad. Okay, we're gonna
1: cut that part out.
0: <laughs> no, we'll leave it because I leave your bad parts. I'm leaving my I'm leaving my See, favorite. that's where you're
1: wrong. I don't have bad parts.
0: Oh well, I mean, I actually was listening to one the other day. I don't know the the last show that we did. We got into a laughing spell <laughs> of about fifty five to sixty seconds, and all we were doing was laughing. I cut it out and saved it because what I was, was like, it about? I don't, I, it was in the it was in the pay-per-view show that we did last week. We get to laughing on those. I don't remember the the exact context of what it was, but you did something, and I started laughing. And then you were like, are you okay? And I just kept <laughs> laughing. I couldn't stop laughing. And I was like, do I leave this? No, I'm going to take that off. But I'm going to save it. Because we'll use it at some point. Yeah, at some point down the line, we'll use that, so.
1: So since we have Adam on the show, whenever we have him here, we like to always—if you remember—he was on our "Us versus Them" episode, and he yeah. was the he was the AEW brain that came in to right. to share the various sides of AEW in response to how we perceive both AEW, WWE, and the other brands. Right. So we always like to talk AEW whenever Adams on the show with us.
2: <laughs> this should be good. I mean, we like to
1: talk AEW when Adams not on the show
0: with us. Yeah. You love to talk about AEW. I,
1: and listen, and I tell Adam this, he doesn't believe me. He doesn't believe me at all. It's not that I don't dislike AEW. Like I do dislike AEW, <laughs> but it's not because it's a bad product. It's not, it's the hypocrisy and the the flip-floppiness and we're not going to do this. Oh, yes, we are kind of thing. that And, and then Tony Khan sucks. I, I don't know that I can say sucks on our podcast, but I did. I said it twice, actually. And he I just don't like him. And part of the reason I, he thinks everything he can do, like anything he does, there's no repercussions kind of thing. And, and I'm sure that comes from a young owner who's spending daddy's money and has no regard for anything. As you have said before, rent is gonna come due in terms of we're gonna make sure that Kenny gets paid. We're gonna make sure Moxley gets paid. We're gonna make sure Jericho gets paid, Punk gets paid, Brian gets paid, Cole gets paid, these guys are gonna get paid. The Bucks are gonna get paid. But we're gonna see, you know, we've heard that Leo Rush is gone. His contract's expired. Yep. And that there's apparently more. it was
0: only forty two days. I don't know. It wasn't very long. Why
1: anybody would sign that guy, I don't know.
2: It was 42 days, probably too long. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, anywhere.
1: Anywhere. So, my my question is, the the rent is getting ready to come due, and you are going to pay your guys. Why have Adam Cole lose that match to, to Orange Cassidy? I've tried to wrap my mind around it. Orange Cassidy has not been involved in a meaningful storyline since Chris Jericho and the Inner Circle poured orange juice all over him. Like, he... And he's irrelevant. He's, almost, he's as irrelevant as you can be. Yeah. Why have a guy who has main evented multiple takeovers, multiple five-star matches while
2: he was in NXT, why have him lose to Orange Casting? Well, before I respond, first of all, if you're listening, he actually called him Tony Khan instead of Tony Bloney. That right. was a <laughs> first in show history. I also referred to so, Brooks as Punk. What? It's a little bit of respect coming. I feel it. I can see the respect. I, I wish I had an answer. Yeah. I've tried to wrap my head around it all day. But it doesn't make sense, it, right? No sense at all.
0: I it, mean, it, Well, in that same segment, Dan Housen debuts.
2: And I think, what an
0: odd spot for that.
2: Well, I think they're going to put him with Orange Cassidy and the best friends. Well,
0: Chuck Taylor. Then that hurts him.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, Chuck Taylor said, so is Dan Housen a uh, – how, how do you put it today? Is – so does that mean Dan Housen's in my group now or something like that? And I, but what a weird But even hearing? Orange
0: Cassidy had a weird look on his face whenever Dan Housen left. I mean, he just comes from out from the ring, looks at Cole, looks at Cassidy, and then just walks away. And they both were like, did that just happen? <laughs> yeah, and
2: I mean, as the match is still going on, right. you see yeah. him walk around the ring yeah. and just leave.
0: By the way, did you notice, did you see it? He st- he still has a limp. Did you notice that? Yes, yeah. he is getting yeah. better, but yeah. he,
1: I'd say he's still a couple months away from being yeah. back in the ring. Yeah, I mean because he's going to have to get healthy and then start like working again. Yeah. So then on top of that, on top of having Adam Cole lose to Orange Cassidy, who's irrelevant, it was a lights out match that the lights were on.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Look. Oh, I, th- the- I thought I thought it meant that they had to like knock their lights out. No, I took no, it that no, it, was it was like
2: a, supposed to be like a lights-out match. Like, So, it, they called it lights-out, but it was like an unsanctioned match.
0: But this was also on the beach in, in it, Cleveland. It was at so, Cleveland Beach. So okay,
2: Last night, the multiverse was open. It was open. There's a beach in Cleveland. There's <laughs> lights a lights-out match with which, the lights on. Which,
0: theoretically, at Lake Erie... Probably does have some beaches, and I'm sure
2: it's nice this time of year. I bet it's <laughs> it's, it's very nice. Yeah. I, I I mean, you can probably walk right, right out was, on the ice. <laughs> I
1: was watching uh, the U.S. men's national team before I came play uh, Honduras. I think no El Salvador. El Salvador, and it was in Columbus, and everybody was freezing. Columbus is further south than Cleveland, so I'm sure Cleveland. Several hours. I'm yeah. sure Cleveland's
2: nice this time of year. Well, I mean, you know, geography wise, it always is warmer in the north than it is in the right, south. Right, right, has yeah. to be,
0: right. So, I've thought about what you just said a while ago about the hypocrisy and and this and stuff like that. Look at it from a different angle, right? Vince McMahon and the WWE are pretty much Teflon right now, right? Well, and they have been for years. And they they make stupid shows and mistakes. I was going to say, have you seen Monday Night Raw? But it just kind of... Is expected, right? Because everybody just lashed it off. It's like <laughs> Vince has lost his mind. <laughs> but, but you think about you if you rewind to late '80s, early '90s, if there had been social media and all of this being on TV immediately, we probably would have seen those same growing pains from the WWF, right? Oh, I believe, but so. we don't have that ability to do that now. Now
1: the W, well, but, the, of, play, but the playoff that the WW the WWF had years of non televised local stuff in the New York right. area to work a lot of that stuff out. Right. And 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 I get all the growing but it just doesn't make sense why when Adam Cole signed huge signing, okay? And he obviously is where he wants to be with his with his fiance and with all with all his buddies. You know, he's even brought some buddies with him. So that's where he obviously wants to be. I told Sean today it looked like and we had talked about this they were headed towards a Omega-Cole match. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Omega gets hurt, and then they're like, oh, God, I don't know what to do with Adam Cole now. Uh, Well, let's separate him from the Young Bucks completely. We'll sign Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish, bring them in, and we'll make them kind of a faction. But he's still kind of with uh, the Bucks, so whenever Omega comes back, maybe we can jumpstart that. It seems like that's when the downfall happened with Adam Cole. Would you you agree? I would.
0: And then last night, Fish comes down. O'Reilly wasn't seen. And then the young bucks both come down. So it's almost like they're throwing darts. I swear it 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 reminds me, if you think back to our blooper show of the WCW, and we talked about how Jeff Jarrett has talked about numerous occasions. Yeah. How the last several years of WCW there literally wasn't a plan. More than a week in advance. Well, and I almost om- it, it almost feels like that, and it's like, how in the world do you name a show, the beach thing in January in in and it's, like, and it's
1: anywhere that's
0: not Miami, Florida, and it's like <laughs> who comes up with that, and then it gets approved, and then somebody at at TBS like, like it.
1: T- terms like that sounds like a good idea. It
0: sounds like good crap,
1: <laughs> you know. One thing about WWE is they do get, I mean, like I said, have you seen Raw lately? It's been semi-watchable with Brock Lesnar back.
2: They're getting a Brock bump right now in yes. ratings, yes, one hundred percent.
1: But as soon as as soon as Mania is over, Brock's going to go back b- by for a little while, and Brock will be gone, and that's what Brock does, and he comes back when he wants to come back. But Vince, their whole entire year since WrestleMania ended last year. They've been working towards WrestleMania this year, and as long as they end up at the at the place where he wants to be, he doesn't necessarily care how they get there, and it, it doesn't have to make well, sense as and, long as we, we end we've up there. we talked
0: about this. Their season starts this weekend, yes, and runs through SummerSlam. They have a. Right? They have a. that, that that's when they're month, really not competing against football. Mm-hmm. Basketball doesn't really affect the WWE that much. The World Series does in October, but we're already past that point yep. in October. You know, like like Vince just knows. I mean, hence the fact that Royal Rumble is Sun is Saturday because we've got two championship well, football games. And on the playoffs Sunday.
1: have been really good. The NFL playoffs this year have been really good. Phenomenal. And so he he was like, "No, I'm not running up against the NFL playoffs this year. Forget that." And
0: but, but and the NFL is grow is getting their popularity back. And mostly because they've realized that they don't need to fight the political war. And NBA is losing it because they're fighting the political war. Needless to say, I'm just saying, right. they're gaining that popularity back. So, it's even more reason not to want to go up against them. Because I would say that Cincinnati-Kansas City game this weekend is going to kill the ratings. I mean, they it will go through the roof. Oh, yeah. And
1: it's the 3 o'clock game. Yeah. So... Getting back to wrestling, which is a wrestling podcast. Let's oh, talk wrestling. Yes. You, know. you had, I mean, this is early, I mean, late January. Sammy Guevara, Cody Rhodes will be in contention for match of the year. It was like, it was that good.
0: It was one of the craziest moves I've ever the, seen. The
2: cutter off the top. I,
1: with no wrestling currently going on, do I watch the weekly show? None. I go back and catch highlights the next day. If there's anything that I want to watch, I may flip it on the Hulu, find the match, and watch it. What I have seen, Kenny Omega, Sammy Guevara, Kenny Omega, Cody Rhodes, Sammy Guevara had a fantastic match. Most of Adam Cole, Orange Cassidy was a pretty good match.
0: Until he stuck Until his the hands end. in his pocket. and then <laughs> but, you know, then I, he, I, Look, I love it.
2: <laughs> I do. I love, what I love. is it about it? I don't even know. You don't know? I don't know. It's just fun. Listen to the Is crowd. It, oh. it's, it's similar to
1: Santino and the in the Cobra. Like, you remember how people yeah. used to pop for Santino and the Cobra? Yeah. Like, it's similar. Like, it's dumb. But people enjoy it.
0: Where was he at prior to AEW? He was an indie guy. So, he had to be pretty well known, though. Because he came... Well, like, he, his popularity... Yeah. Was there prior to being at
1: AEW, but but he but he struggled to find a place until he developed the orange casty hands in the pocket thing, and then yeah. when he developed that,
0: through the roof. I mean, much like Joey Ryan, well, and he with is the most super powerful, athletic. With I the mean, most the powerful fact that he does those moves, basically with his hands tied behind his back, yeah, yep. you know.
1: So I say all that to say it doesn't make a lot of sense that they didn't have Adam Cole go over. Even if you wanted his cronies to come down and beat to beat Orange Cassidy down.
2: Which they've done the last two right. times.
1: Have him get the win. Orange Cassidy's not going anywhere. Like, up and down the rankings. He's not going anywhere. He's not going to be challenging for the TNT title. He's not going to be world title. Nothing. He's just going to
2: be there. I think he can challenge for the TNT. I, I think him and Sammy would be a good match. But do you, I don't think he's on Sammy's level. I, I don't either, but... Sammy will
1: make it. Look but good. think about the guys that he would have to bump in order to get to that level. That's what I think about. Yeah. I mean, you got guys like Rusev, Miro. Now, that's when was the last time we saw him on well, TV? Did exactly they they've done to him what WWE he, did to him. Right, like <laughs> I, mean, and, I don't understand. I don't under, like he's so good. I don't understand why he's not. Why he didn't get a single? The moment John Cena came out at Royal, I mean at WrestleMania, and beat his undefeated streak was the end of his wrestling career. Well, he's never been able to recapture that.
0: And here's the other thing. It's hard like when you start off undefeated, 9, 10, 11, 12, 14, 20 whatever it is. Once you lose, it's hard to gain that momentum back. You're better off don't let him go that far, you know, if you don't have a game plan. If you're looking at this going, okay, we're going we're just going to let him win for a while. Okay, well, what happens when he loses? Why? Why is there nobody asking that question? Right. Like, I, I'm, I'm that type of person. I, in the business that I'm in, guys bring and present ideas to me all the time, and I always look at the negative side of it. And I feel like it's not because I'm a negative person, but you have to know the end results. Right. And to me, the end results are okay. That's fine. If we do this, and we don't do this. Right, because this isn't what we normally do. What's it going to cost us if we make a huge mistake? Right, and and I think that's what they ha- That's I think it's what they do with him.
1: I think, I think we. I think they missed the mark with Adam Cole. I think they missed the mark with Britt Baker's segment. She came out talking about all these awards and how great she is, and then she just walks out of the ring.
0: Nobody interrupted. I, but the first thing I said to him. was like. Wh- I told Sean, How does she said, do that whole skit and nobody's music hits and comes out and John's I said, beat? but who? she's beat everybody.
2: Who would it be? It's going to take the TBS title coming off, but Jade Cargill and Britt Baker, is, is that's probably who's next. Right.
1: I think they really missed the mark with that. And then I'm going to be honest, I'm kind of overpunking MJF right now. Like, I want them to fight and get it over with and move on because we know Wardlow,
2: MJF's coming next. But you knew MJF was going to save it for Chicago because you're going to get the nice pop for CM Do Punk. we get him? MJF beats him, right?
0: Punk hasn't lost yet, right?
2: He, he hasn't lost yet. But
1: what a great but, way to make him an either, uh, even larger heel than have Punk beat him in Chicago. Well, or, I mean, have MJF I beat Punk in Chicago. I think flip side of that is,
0: is I think that's where Wardlow turns on him. Did you notice the power bomb that Wardlow did last night? I mean, he could he have laid CM Punk down any easier?
2: He didn't want to do it at all. <laughs> but I mean, that's the story that's been building for weeks. Yeah, MJF has been telling Powerbombing. Yeah, yeah.
0: He, but I mean, he—I I told him I was like, I could I could have power bombed a bag of potato chips harder than yeah. he did that. And it was it was kind of wild. Well, so. and
1: and 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 last part, and I'll will leave this. And I think this is the way that Tony baloney to make you feel more at home. <laughs> nope. Okay. Uh, can't go back. The it. way that he's going to start doing things is the WWE has showed a little interest in Wardlow, and they've said things like, we'd like to sign him. Well, of course Vince would like to sign him. Have you seen the size of this guy? Yeah. That's right up Vince's <laughs> alley,
2: okay? Although Wardlow actually commented on that this week. He was like, I, I always saw myself going to WWE right. and just they walking didn't, in. And they, they didn't want offer. him. Yeah. Like
1: he, he said, I went and had a uh, tryout, and I killed it. And they basically told me, we have nothing for you. Sorry. He's like, and he, at that point, he said, "I thought my wrestling career and dream was over because he thought he was going to be a WWE guy." Yeah. But so the WWE now is, it was like, "Oh, we, we we messed up. We should have got this guy." You no, know?
0: oh, no, no doubt. They right. they mess up a lot. They do. I'd really like to be behind the curtains to smack whoever is making these decisions because, like, I don't get it sometimes.
1: Well, and you know, and Vince takes a lot of flack. Most of these decisions that are being made. Don't even make it up to him yet. It's somebody lower than him you that's know. making these decisions. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, people power, John Laurinaitis. But uh, <laughs> sorry, that was bad. <laughs> but uh, Wardlow was getting a little, getting a little traction, getting a little talk in WWE. He hadn't been a, I mean, before this, this, this Punk MJF storyline, he really hadn't been on. I mean.
0: He's been stands behind MJF. Carries carries his scarf.
2: Sometimes he's not even behind. Sometimes MJF. he's not even there. I mean, it's the chairman he's behind. So
0: it wasn't even until WWE
1: showed interest they were like, oh, well, we better keep this guy. Let's mm-hmm. put him in a meaningful storyline. But to get back to your and then what? So let's turn Wardlow, but but then what? Like what happens to Wardlow after you turn him? Because after after you turn him and you have that feud with MJF, what's next for him? Is he gonna? Is I mean, he's gonna continue, or is he gonna turn into a Brian Cage and a Rusev that's just nowhere to be seen?
0: Good question.
1: The the talent is there. Yeah. The decision making, not so much, and I and, and I worry that they've given their stars enough leeway and flexibility that they can go out and do stuff on their own. So we get, we're building towards this big Punk MJF match. Well, what if MJF decides he's going to do something at an indie show somewhere, and he gets hurt prior to the the big payoff? Like, I understand, and it and it's an attraction that draws people in. They love it, but they love to be able to work there and then go work in New Japan and go work in AML and go work here. Sometimes you need to protect your investments. I'm not sure they're doing a great job of protecting their investments.
0: Just to give him an opportunity to go get a payday somewhere, so
1: and to quote Forrest Gump, that's all I got to say about that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So let's move on to the main course of the show, the Royal Rumble, baby. Rewind. (laughs) You just felt that. So the reason that Adam is here is because the Royal. He mentioned to us a few months ago that the Royal Rumble is his favorite. Pay-per-view.
1: And I agree 100%. It's my favorite pay-per-view.
0: And I'm a big fan of it. And I thought, well, why not have him on the show? So similar to what we've done on some of our other spectacular type shows.
1: We did one for SummerSlam. We did one for Survivor Series. Yeah, It only makes sense that we do the next in line, the Royal Rumble.
0: Right. So we're just going to do some different things. We're going to talk about why we like the Royal Rumble, talk about some of the winners of the Royal Rumble. Our favorite moments. Yeah. And then we'll ultimately wind up doing our Mount Rushmore of comebacks and debuts. We're, we just kind of combine those two lists. And then we'll do our show picks. So, Adam, why don't you tell us, why do you like the Royal Rumble so much? Why is it your favorite? Uh,
2: expect the unexpected, right? At the Royal Rumble, you never know who's showing up, who's going to win. I I love everything about the Rumble. The 30-man Rumble, it gets down to five guys, and you're on the edge of your seat. Oh, gosh, who's going to win? Is it going to be a new up-and-comer guy? Is it going to be the old veteran getting one more shot? Well, you know, and part
1: of the thing that I – to play off that, part of the thing I really like is they always, every year, they always have some massive person come in at number 30. And you're like, there it is, right there. There's the guy. I mean, there's no way. This guy's been in the ring for 45 minutes, you know, 30 minutes. There's no way. And then that person never wins. I think I saw one time, like, the number 23 spot or something like that is the the most likely spot to win from.
0: Right. (laughs) Well, and, you know, the cool part, like you said, it is the unexpected. It's the anticipation of... That countdown: five, four, three, two, one, and then you're like waiting for the music. Well, and then you're like, "Do I know that person?" Yeah, and then, and then when you hit the, and then when I hit the music, which you know, we'll talk about some of our debuts and our, you know, comebacks and stuff like that. I'm sure there's going to be some some similarities on our list. I can't imagine that there won't be, but that's just kind of the cool part about it is. And then the other thing is, like you said, when you get down four or five guys, we've watched enough wrestling over the years. You, we can almost call how most of these matches are going to go. Very rarely does the WWE ever surprise us with an actual victory. But it's hard to pick. It's hard to pick a Royal Rumble winner. What? What was it
1: a few years ago? Everybody thought that Roman was going to win and they shocked the world with Shinsuke winning. Yeah. Of course they ruined that, right, by having him become the low blow artist or whatever and and uh but that shocked everybody. Nobody right. thought that he would win.
0: Right. And that was the year him and Oscar both won. Yeah. So or we talked about it prior to coming
1: on that the year that Vince won. I mean, who would have ever thought Vince McMahon and he started was he from the number 2 spot? Didn't him and Austin yeah, him start. And Austin started started at the rumble? rumble? Yeah. because that was the and then they got out and they chased each other all over the arena. Yeah. Uh they beat Austin up and he came back into the ring and then Austin showed back up towards the end. But
2: which
0: you know that wasn't come
2: in the ring. He sat at the commentary table. Is that what he did? Yeah. yeah. And then Austin shows up in the ambulance. Yeah. <laughs> that's what
0: it was. You're right. That was right in the middle of the attitude era. Him and Austin were at it. At that particular point, Stone Cold had won the two previous Royal Rumbles. Right.
1: Well, and he won the first in 97 that he won. Uh, He was thrown out, if you remember. And he came back in, eliminated Vader, Bret Hart, and The Undertaker. And it led to the Fatal 4-Way pay-per-view. And it was, to my knowledge, the first Fatal 4-Way match. To determine who the actual number one contender for the world title was. Yeah. But that also led to... Austin versus Bret Hart at WrestleMania, which is one of the greatest matches of all time. Right. Is
0: that Was that the double turn? Yes, I yeah. think so.
2: And if you watch that rumble, I, I know you have. I, I don't know if you love the rumble as much as we do. I go back every January and watch it, but... That might be one of the only times when the glass music hits at the rumble. The place just don't erupt, right? Because they're because he's still an up and comer yeah, at that yeah. point. Like
1: he's starting to get fans on his side, but you. So the glass shatters. That's also the one where he starts out of in a just a ball of fire, and he's yeah. throwing people out. And he's doing the
2: yeah. He's sitting on the uh, ropes, ropes
1: and he sails the Bret Hart entrance like he was one hundred percent terrified that Bret Hart was coming down the 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 rampway. It's fantastic.
0: Uh, un- unlike A.J., uh, A.J.'s entrance when Roman's going, he's got this look on his face, twisting, like, whose music is that, you know? Of course, obviously, he didn't know, theoretically, uh, but it was it was really funny, because he didn't sell it at all. He just had this confused look on his face, like, I don't even know who this is. Well, I mean, as
1: an ultimate warrior, Mark, like yourself, Sean, I mean, how can Hogan and... Warrior meeting up in the Royal Rumble never had happened before. They meet up in the Royal Rumble. Of course, it was the prelude to WrestleMania. Right. But, yeah, I mean, like, how can that... I mean, just, we get moments like that that you don't typically get to see, you know, in a weekly product. Especially that time, you weren't seeing Hogan versus Warrior in the ring at all. Right. And, you know, so we get that opportunity. And then, uh, I don't know, people probably... Know this, but up until 93, the winner of the Royal Rumble wasn't guaranteed a world title shot. Right. That started in 1993 with Yokozuna. Yeah. That came down to Yokozuna, Macho Man, Randy Savage, in one of the worst moments in all of Royal Rumble history. Macho hits the the elbow drop and then tries to penny. I'm like, what are you <laughs> doing, Mach? I'm like, it's not <laughs> how this works.
0: He must have forgot.
1: I, for, and then. And then they had the uh, they had the Lex Luger, Bret Hart, the final year. That was one of one of a few. Both of the guys hit the you know their feet their feet hit the floor. If you go back and watch that, clearly both guys' feet did not hit the floor. Well, at the I was going to say the the
0: timing <laughs> is almost impossible. It's it's, it's nearly impossible. So you know, so I, I wrote down the whole list because I knew we'd be talking about this. I mean, I was kind of shocked to see that Jim Duggins was the first ever winner.
2: He was twenty yep. man Roy Rumble. Yeah. <laughs> If you haven't watched the first Royal Rumble, don't go back yeah, and just, watch it. Don't even I, know, try it I, mean, I know, it's right. I actually think about the first two. Have you
1: The first, like, Big well, John Studd, John wins, Studd he wins the first 30, man. Yeah. Mm, I mean, you can watch them if you want to. Yeah, yeah. It really starts with Hogan.
0: Yeah, Hogan won three and four. And then, hmm.
1: Hands cramping, John.
0: Number five. A sweet, with a tear in my eye. There's something symbolic about the fifth Royal Rumble. It was. That happened in 1992.
1: That was our first show. It started in 1992.
0: It did. Man, we've been doing Sean this a long Sean was in time. his 20s. You were eight?
2: <laughs> you were what, six years old? You were 26.
0: I was 26. I was four. <laughs> we, we were recording on a tape recorder, <laughs> and we've waited all these years to convert them. <laughs> no. Ni- so, 1992, the Fifth World was where Ric Flair... Won with a it, tear in his eye. It was the first time that the title was on the line. First
1: time. It's only happened twice,
0: and and so he won that one. But that that was the that was the the basis of where our show started.
1: I am and I I will. This is a heel. I'll die on every time. That is the greatest Royal Rumble in the history of Royal Rumbles, 1992. And I love the Austin era Royal Rumbles.
2: I love every Austin era, but I love the Shawn Michaels Rumble. Before the Austin Rumble starts,
1: so I prefer ninety five Michaels over ninety six Michaels when he goes from number one.
2: Yep, that's what I do. Ninety five Rumbles probably my favorite.
1: So you, so you think about that British Bulldog and him start number number one and two. They're the last two men in the ring. I go back and watch that Royal Rumble frequently. I forget how good the British Bulldog was. He could have been a legitimate world title winner. Like he, if he, him holding the world title could have been legitimate.
0: Was it his? It was just he was in the wrong era at the wrong time, right? He, if came, he was mid eighties, he probably carries that belt.
1: Mid eighties to early nineties, yeah. but they were moving towards the smaller guy. Bret Hart was yeah. already carrying the world title, yeah. So they were moving towards the smaller guy.
0: So I don't remember how did they determine between Brett and Luger? They both fought for the world title at WrestleMania. Okay. And then, was Yokozuna the champion at that point? He was. Okay. But that's not the one where Brett doesn't, neither one of them won it. Yokozuna still held Brett on won. to it, right? Brett won that one? Yes. See, I don't remember Lex Luger even being in that match. He was there. That's crazy, isn't it? It's been so long. I mean, it's hard to go. I, not everybody has a brain about wrestling like you.
2: We're just mortal men. Uh,
0: yeah, we're just mortal men. He's a wrestling god. <laughs> I'm a wrestling god. <laughs> I mean, I mean, but Shawn Michaels was also the
1: first time, really, that he goes over the top rope, he hangs on, and just one foot touches. Yeah. So that's the first time the rule, like, you really see it, well, both yep. feet have to touch. Yeah. And how he, I still to this day, and as long as he had been in the ring, he was tired. I mean, he'd been in the ring over an hour because that was back whenever you'd be in the ring like an hour and five minutes.
0: Yeah, because it was – wasn't it never two minutes that they yeah, came they, in back then? Yeah. I mean, it was a 60-minute match just to get everybody there.
1: And, and and that was in the era when they would have 12, 15 guys in the ring at one time. So, you're getting yeah. hit from every different angle. Yeah. So, he, he, he flies over, hangs on one foot, clearly touches. It takes him forever to get the other leg up. Like, I yeah. – how – how he did it blows my mind. Yeah, he is. Of course, I think they were even playing Davy Boy's music. They probably were. I think they were. He's up. He's up celebrating, and then Sean fl- you know, fl- flips back up and knocks him out and wins. Yeah, the biggest prize that year was he won Pamela Anderson in his corner at WrestleMania, but Pamela Anderson <laughs> declined. He ended up with uh, Jenny McCarthy. Not a bad not a bad consolation prize.
0: That's true. That's true. <laughs> so you eliminate pretty much the first and second ones. Yeah. Right? yeah. And then you had Hogan for two, then Flair. The Yokozuna, we've already talked about how quirky it was. Yeah. Brett and Luger was quirky, both mm-hmm. of them landing. So theoretically, Royal Rumbles didn't really start getting good until HBK won that first one. Right. Right. The first the first seven were eh, with the Rick Flair in there. There was a lot of
1: there was a lot of going back and look at it. There was a lot of super eighties talent that ended up in all those matches. No. It wasn't until the new era guys come through and that started with HBK. I,
0: I, see, I would I would argue that HBK's first one where him and Davy Boy went one two all the way to the end to me would would compete to be that that best Royal Rumble. It was really good. Now, I mean, Flair was in the first five.
1: Uh, Entries yeah. into the rumble that yeah, year. He, yeah, he was early. I think he
0: was yeah. three. Was he that's three? What, that's yeah. what I was saying. Okay.
1: Yeah, I think he was three. So, so I mean, and and he was the first guy, I believe. And you could tell that to I mean, go close he, to an out, like yeah. But even, you, know, he, you could tell it too, because he was like, yeah. like
0: absolutely
1: covered. Well, and and you know, and you think about it, Flair is a guy that was used to going sixty minutes, right? But not in a match like that, right? Where you have so many different guys, and he's talked about that, and it's just constant because where you still have the constant influx of guys, right. and the new guy coming out is fresh. So you know, so if you're one of those first couple guys and you last thirty minutes, guy number twenty that comes in, you've been in the match thirty minutes at this point. He's fresh. You can't have the same sort of offense with him because you're you're wore out, right? That's why. You, you don't see a lot of people anymore come from one of those early spots and win. Right. It's just, it's just so tough.
0: Right. Right. Well, and then Roman, when he was the champion in '16, did he start at number one? I think he had. I, to. I think
2: that was one of the stipulations. Because he was,
0: I wasn't. I wasn't watching. I had just. It was this was right before I got back into it because I was a huge AJ Styles fan. So when Cassie told me that AJ had joined the WWE, I'm like, Oh well, I'm probably gonna start watching again. And uh, I when I was I was kinda going back doing some research the other day, I had kinda gathered that he was defending the world title in the That's when that's when Royal that's, that's when the
1: corporate you know, the uh Corporation was going big,
0: so Seth had already turned at this point. Yes, on on the Shield, and that, they probably wouldn't even. The Shield was kind of two years old at that point, right? They they, because w- when did Seth turn? How how long did that whole corporate thing?
2: It went for a long time, did it? The year Roman, that was the year Triple H won, right? Yes, yeah, that's what because Roman thought he conquered everybody, and then the game's music hits and. Gosh,
0: money. So did Triple H come out at thirty?
2: He came out towards the it, age. it was late.
0: Now, so I mean, that's pretty good performance by Roman to go. Well, but it was getting one of those things
1: where he didn't. He wasn't in the ring the whole yeah. time.
0: Oh. He
2: he left with an injury.
1: Yeah. Oh, and and then well, they corporate goons playing that stuff off. Don't corporate they? goons chased him out and beat him up in the back. You know, that's he was sitting back in a in an easy chair. Yep. But um, that was that was one of the one of the first. I would think that was a. Shocker, because Triple H was one. Of, it's like, ah, oh, Triple H is champion. And of course, it went on, they went on to WrestleMania. But uh Roman did Roman win the year before that?
0: Yes. Okay, that's
1: the year that the rock came down at the end. Mm-hmm. Roman's getting booed out of the arena. Nobody wanted Roman to win. He's getting booed out of the arena. The Rock comes down. Maybe he's getting beat up at the end. The Rock comes down and saves him. Or the anyway, the Rock ends up in the ring. And having The Rock raise his hand still doesn't get this man cheered. Yeah. That's how
2: bad people despised Roman Reigns. Because at that point, we were being force-fed. We Roman. were getting him shoved I mean, down our throats. Every opportunity they had, it was Roman, 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 Roman. Yeah. And and we've said all along that the pro- you have to
1: naturally let Roman become a face.
0: Yeah, well, and look what you're seeing now. He's become. He's becoming that heel that people are cheering for. He's one of, if not, the biggest star in the
1: business right now. Yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And he doesn't even have to have Paul to to do it. And that's not done, right? Like, No, I think
1: Paul turns on Brock at WrestleMania and helps Roman retain or win the title.
0: Yeah. You guys have... Any other moments that stand out to you? Uh, I mean, you know, I don't think any of us want to show
1: our hand necessarily on our Mount Rushmore. So, <laughs> no. so, so, so we're going to, we're going to keep some of those moments, you know, close to, close to our chest. Yeah. We I, don't, we, we don't want to, we don't want you to tell. I've our, got
0: mine covered up right, with my mouse. Your over mouse here. is covering it. Um, well, I'll tell you a moment. I sent, I sent you all the, the TikTok about it the other day. When Santino Morella comes down, Climbs into the ring, Kane, Kane immediately clotheslines him out, and he gets out. I wasn't ready! I wasn't ready!
1: <laughs> you and I have talked several times. Santino Morello is a national treasure. Okay? He was so good. Like, R-Truth good. Right. My. What was the moment you said today about R-Truth? Do you remember? R-Truth runs down, gets under the ring, pulls the ladder out, puts it in the ring, sets it up, climbs it, reaches up to grab the briefcase, and realizes that it's not there. That that's is the Royal been, Rumble. That's
0: been in the last couple of years. Yeah. I, I don't remember that. Oh my that. gosh, that was so and funny. And then of course the and, l- and everybody just starts laughing and <laughs> looking at him because he's like in the middle of the ring.
1: And then of course you have the uh the build-up to the rumble a few years ago where Truth cuts the promo and he's like, even though you're a big, 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 <laughs> big man, Paul Heyman, <laughs> I will throw you over the top rope. <laughs> and of course, Paul Heyman goes, You're an idiot. <laughs> I'm not in the Royal <laughs> Rumble!
0: And like you said, like, Truth has told the story that all he wanted to do was try to get Brock to laugh.
1: He said, all I wanted to do was get Brock to break character. That's all I wanted to do. <laughs> <laughs> and he did. He he, he, he was successful. Yeah. Which I would imagine is super hard to make Brock Lesnar break character.
0: Yeah, yeah I tell but, over-
1: but, I mean, of course you have the... Um, I mean, there are so many feel-good moments that come out of the out of the Royal Rumble.
2: You know what one of my feel-good moments is? Rikishi, Grandmaster Sexy, and Scotty Tuhati putting on the glasses. Dancing. Dancing. Lights go out. The fans are clapping. <laughs> oh, love that whole segment. Well, you were talking about eliminations. Was it Luke or Butch of the Bushwhackers?
1: Luke. that came down, and he's doing his to the ring. He gets thrown out the other side
2: and just does it all the way to the back. Never stops, never stops. <laughs> he, he does it all the way up the ring. Gets eliminated and he doesn't miss drive.
0: <laughs> I mean, it's so good. I mean, and there's always that. There's always that one or two eliminations like that, that just instantaneously happen, right? Right. And of course, I mean, we've had what three. Or four women? We have. I mean China was
1: in. Karma, uh Nia Jax, Karma, and Beth and Phoenix. Beth Phoenix.
0: Yeah. Um, and they've all eliminated
1: somebody. Of course right? you've had you've had Kane eliminate nine thousand people.
0: What about um what about when the hurricane comes out and tries to double choke hold Steve Austin and, and Triple H? Triple. And they look at him like <laughs> It was so awesome.
1: Well, what about the Daniel Pund- Punder? Who? Uh, the Tough Enough winner that uh, uh, like kind of went off script, and he ended up in the ring with uh, Benoit, Guerrero, and Hardcore Holly, and they legitimately beat the absolute daylights out of him. <laughs> and then he was shortly future-endeavored. I don't remember that
2: one. I, I don't either, but I mean. We're mortal men right. once again. He... Right. Uh I wanna
1: say it was I wanna say it was O five. Don't quote me on that. Um What was the other
0: I just was sitting there thinking of of
1: uh I mean one of my favorites because it led to one of my favorite moments, uh, is Chris Benoit winning in 04. Yeah. He started at number yeah. one. He was the number two he, he was the he was the second guy to go from number one to win.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, eliminating the big show last. And then of course he got the main event at WrestleMania, and we know how that turned out. Right. I mean, you know, I know he's been kind of erased from WWE history because of what happened. I hate the whole situation. Um, because he was such a talent. And you know, we touched on that during the Eddie show, that had Eddie not unfortunately passed away, and God rest his soul was Eddie Guerrero ever good. Like, God he was so good, that maybe that situation turns out different. Right. But I mean, we still can't take, you know, what he did doesn't take away from the accolades that he achieved inside the ring. And and how great he was. He was really good. And so, the the 4 Royal Rumble, I mean, when him going from one and finally getting that crowning achievement of getting to win win the world title.
0: Yeah. I I know what the moment was there a while ago. We talked about it a little bit earlier. Like, Stone Cold won two years in a row. Mm Mm-hmm. And then you had Vince McMahon win and then The Rock won. And then Stone Cold won again. Well, the year that The Rock won is the year that Stone Cold accidentally eliminated himself because he was so sweaty and oiled up that he went like someone threw him off the ropes and he literally fell over the rope. And and if you if you go back and look at it, you can see Shawn Michaels kinda hanging on the side of the ring and Stone Cold looks at him and goes, I got eliminated <laughs> <laughs> and but, you and know, so, at some point, they made the call to to let The Rock win that. And I think I think that's the only one The Rock ever won, right? Uh, yep. Yep, yeah. that's the only one
1: he ever won. So, and then also, we haven't talked about Kofi Kingston. That's and, exactly
2: what I was going to say. And his
1: amazing saves. that That's kind of become a yearly thing. So, yep. I, can, I can't I can wait to see what he does this year.
2: The year he jumped from the barricade to the ring That Was step. fantastic. That was just crazy. Yeah. How do you do that?
1: Well, uh, so, it, and, you
2: know, and then we haven't even,
1: I mean, we haven't even scratched the surface on the women's Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. Um, we, I think we're all in agreement that we think 30 is too many to be in it. Because, I mean, when you can't fill out a Royal Rumble with the talent that you have on Raw and SmackDown, even NXT, if you want to throw NXT, if you can't fill out a 30-spot Rumble, then you don't need to have a 30-spot Rumble. Right. So. I think it's cool that the women have the opportunity now to have a Royal Rumble. Um I look forward to it continuing to get better. Um uh, it's kind of a it's kind of been predictable uh outside of the Oscar win. Right. Oscar did uh did did surprise some people. Uh but I think for the most part it's been pretty predictable. Uh and I'm pretty sure Charlotte's been in the final 4 of all of them, but one, and the only one she was not in the final four of, she was not in.
0: Yeah. I um, uh, I'm I wasn't surprised that Oscar won because that was when Asuka had she like had just come to the main roster not long before that, and I think she was still in her win streak. She at She was. Point. She didn't wind up. Charlie put the first loss on her. Yeah. Right. So.
1: Or as or Ashley as Andrade calls her on <laughs> social media now. He doesn't refer to her by her WWE name. Hmm. He refers to her as Ashley.
2: Probably the internet in Mexico.
1: Yeah, probably. Spotty.
2: (laughs) So, guys, why don't we do our Mount Rushmore?
0: We can do that. So what we're going to do with the Mount Rushmore is our top four returns and or debuts. Right? Right. Would our guest like to go first?
2: How did I know Sean was not going to go first? Look, I mean, it's, it's every every Rushmore, every Mount Rushmore. I'm sure I'm surprised he didn't say, you know, the last time you were on the show, I went first.
1: So yeah, we'll yeah. let you go first
2: this time. I last mean, time when
0: he was on the show, you wouldn't let me go first.
2: You you actually did defer it to me, and you was like, oh, that's one time Sean don't go first. Yeah,
1: but I cut him off. This time it's him deferring.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Triple h coming back will probably be number four on my list okay triple H coming back from the Rumble I forget which injury it was he was coming back from what maybe a peck
1: perhaps yeah I mean that wasn't it wasn't quite as iconic as his return on Monday Night Raw uh when he came out in the blue jean jacket with the leather oh, vest yeah. over top of yeah, it yeah. and he was super jacked but it is it is a nice return y'all look at me it's my turn
0: I mean, I don't care. I can go if you want me to. You go. Uh, let's see. My number four is in 08, John Cena comes back That's after it. his injury at number 30. And the look on Triple H's face was priceless. Well, and the reason it was so iconic
1: is because he wasn't supposed to be back yet. Like, right. I'm not so sure the look on Triple H's face was it legitimate? Like, he, like his, he's, like he's super healing. Right. But I will most remember that because of the pop. Yeah. When his music yep. hit and those doors open and he's standing there with his hands and, you know, giving he, his he look. He comes
0: out and crosses his arms yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, That's definitely. Nice. And I get goosebumps just thinking about it. The goosies. My
1: number four isn't necessarily a debut so to speak but it is a it's the first time that like a surprise got entered into the Royal Rumble and that is none other than 1997 when Jerry the King Lawler's music hits And he gets up off the announce table and says, watch this, McMahon. I'm about to go win the Rumble. And he takes his headset off and he takes the jacket off, pulls the strap up, gets in. Bam! Bret Hart knocks him out four seconds. And he comes back and and he plays off like he doesn't even remember being in the Royal Rumble.
2: What
1: what happened? Well, you just got knocked out. (laughs) Fantastic. That's That's one of the first... Like, surprises that had happened. Yeah. You know, there had been other people along the line, you know, Dick Murdoch and Carlos Colon, and these people had been in there. I mean, it was just, they were spot fillers. Right. That was kind of the first surprise. Yeah. So, number four for me, Jerry the King Lawler in 1997.
0: Right. Right, right, right. Good one. I like that.
2: All right, my number three, this is going to be kind of a a mark. I'm a little fanboy of this guy. Okay. Adam Cole's Royal Rumble debut. It's a nice I, one. I was booking for years. I was like, okay, call him up. Call him up. Call him up. And then when he pops at the Rumble, I was like, here it is. Here's our moment. We're going to shine. Unfortunately, he stayed in NXT.
1: I mean, I thought you were going to pull out the perfect Ten Ty Dillinger that came out
2: <laughs> 10
1: 10 10.
0: I was watching a video that like that's some of the like this uh, I did some of the research And I was like watching some of the greatest comebacks and stuff like that and debuts. And they had him as number 10 on it. I'm like, it wasn't even worthy of mentioning. The fact that you put him on your video makes me not want to watch your video. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy, 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 crazy. So Adam Cole. I I, I forgot about him coming out.
2: I I will never forget that moment. I was on top of the world at that time. Was
0: that... That was the rumble after they filled in at Survivor Series. Yep, it was. That was when we thought, wow, we're going to get these three brands working together and this is going to be fantastic.
1: It never got any hotter.
0: No, no. So my number three is the one that you haven't been able to guess to this point. Okay. And Adam, it was 2002... He come back from a quad injury that they didn't think that he would ever return from and that is triple H
1: he tore his quad on Monday Night Raw doing the uh yeah. doing the pedigree you can see it yes. rip yes and he allowed Chris Jericho to put him in the walls of Jericho with a corn t- with a yeah. torn quad
0: yeah they they actually did not think that he would return from that they thought it was career ending and eight months later he comes out in the Royal Rumble. And that music hits. And that was the, Austin had cleaned the ring. He was all by himself. And then uh, he he just slowly walks up to the ring, gets in, and they kind of staring it down. And then that is when uh, the hurricane hits, his music hits, comes out. They're staring at each other. They look at him. When, and then they grab him, throw well, him out, and then when, they go. Then they go out. When Hurricane
1: was Hurricane came in the ring, they were both down. So whoever they had just they had double clothesline or something, and they had knocked each other down. That's so right. Hurricane came in and uh, got a couple of cheap right. ch- cheap spots in, and went for the choke slam. And Triple H sold it a lot better than uh, Austin did. He he got Triple H, and then he picked up Austin, and Austin just looked at him. <laughs> it yeah. like, it, but it was a but it was a good moment.
0: I, I think he wound up winning that one. That was in of course he won right after Stone Cold. So I'm pretty sure that was one he won. Okay. So
1: well, I see your O2, and I'll go O2 as well. But I go O2 for Mr. Perfect. Mr. Perfect, early 90s. We didn't think we'd ever see him in WWE again, right? He comes back in great shape makes a makes a makes a run makes a surprise appearance in 02 unfortunately he doesn't you know he passes on shortly after before getting really to be able to take that i think he would have made a legitimate comeback like i 100% think he would have but it was a good moment to see you know i mean cuz we hadn't seen mr perfect in a ring since early 90s yeah in the WWE he's back in 02 feel good moment I mean, he stays in the uh, rumble for fifteen minutes. So I mean, he got a he he got a pretty good little run. Right. So my number two, number three, I guess three, three. the second one I've given right. would be Mister Perfect in O2. Solid choice,
0: solid choice. It was it was tearing you up not being able like I couldn't. I had forgot about Triple H coming back, yeah. but I'm, I'm trying to think of
1: like hmm, who debuted, who was there. Triple H and O2 never crossed my mind. Right. I stumped him. (laughs) He got me on that one. (laughs) Because he was like,
0: well, I guess this will be on your list. I said it was Drew Carey, wasn't it? He was like, he wasn't. I was like, you lie." He was in the Royal Rumble, all right? And then you thought it was perfect. I did
1: think it was perfect. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that was funny.
2: All right, I'll move on to my number two. You could say it's phenomenal. AJ Styles, when he debuted the music hit. You talked about it earlier. Roman kind of no-sold it. But... Everybody followed AJ Styles before he came to WWE, so it's a big moment for him finally getting a shot in the big company.
0: Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. My number 2 is also AJ Styles debut, which I assume that the, I assume his his debut I, I'd be shocked if he's not on your list, but maybe he's not I've known you to swerve it just just so you're not the same, but I mean it it is probably one of the biggest debuts you know on the male side in in WWE history when it comes to the to the rumble because the thing about it is is he did something that never gets done a new person being brought to WWE not having to go to NXT right he comes straight to the main roster and was immediately in the title picture Right. He did something that no one else has ever done.
1: And will ever do again.
0: In the WWE. Right.
1: Like, barring barring a huge name coming back to the WWE, it'll right. never happen again. Right. They'll all go through NXT. Mm-hmm. Well, I figured that your all's list would be phenomenal. So I have taken the phenomenal one off my list. <laughs> <I knew laughs> it, was,
0: it was. It yeah. was on my list.
1: Yeah. But I was like, because I think our number ones are all going to be the same. That's oh, my that's my assumption. Surprised. Okay, my assumption is, and 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 I and I tossed and turned on it, and I was like, you know what, AJ Styles is a really good one, so he is he he would make my list, but for the sake of being different, I'm going to go 1998, and that is none other than the Three Faces of Foley. Oh we got God. to see. Mankind, Cactus Jack and Dude Love, all three in the same act. Talk about surprises. I mean, it's hard enough being one person in the Royal Rumble. This dude, you, you that's three different people. Cactus came in at 11, was in for almost 10 minutes. Dude Love, uh Mankind came in at 16. He didn't he he didn't stay in very long and then Dude Love comes in at 28 and he's in almost 10 minutes.
2: Was that the one that how Terry the, Funk was in? Too?
0: How in the world did he stay in ten minutes and come back five characters of uh, five entrants later? Hey, hey.
2: He's Mick Foley.
1: I mean, when he came back in, he was only in for two minutes. Yeah. So but yeah. Cactus Jack entered at number uh number eleven and then Mankind entered at number sixteen.
0: And w and do and do love come where? Twenty eight. Twenty eight. Well he was tired. He had to wait a little bit. So had to catch his I think brand. he had to I think he had to sell that one though, right? I think I've seen seen bits and pieces of that 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 he had to sell the opportunity to be able to do that, It was that wasn't the first time we'd seen Dude Love at that point, right? No, it
1: was not. He showed up on Monday Night Raw as Stone Cold Steve Austin's mystery tag. He's a mystery right. tag team partner. That's right. Sweet Shin music.
0: <laughs> and hey, I, I have mercy! I, I got to meet the three faces of Foley uh, at, at WrestleMania this year. I thought that was pretty cool. So, without further ado. So before we get into this part, I, like you said well a while go. I mean, I think we all have the same number one. And I can't imagine it not being right. You all put Mabel at number one, too? 1999? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I mean, I thought that was the automatic. I mean, he came out and took out Headbanger Mosh to get the spot. Right.
2: Everybody was thinking maybe. And he,
0: Everybody. And he almost didn't get into the ring. He,
1: <laughs> and then he ended up quickly becoming, getting abducted the next night on Raw, I believe, and became Viscera. Yeah. I mean, what a moment.
0: Right. No, that's 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 not who we have. Are you Honky Talk Man? I mean, that was, that was close. That Honky? was close.
2: Jeff Jarrett. He did inspire this podcast. He did. Jeff
0: Jarrett. I forgot about Jeff Jarrett. Jeff Jarrett's yours, isn't he? Yeah, that's who it was. No, it isn't. Can I give one more guess? One more guess. One more. One more.
1: I think it was Diesel.
0: I thought about it. 2011. About it. He, Diesel. He was. He was too old and broken at that point, though.
1: You know. Before we get any further, why the heck did he? Have, why the heck didn't he come out with his glove on? Go back and watch his entrance. His music hits, and you hear. Ah, and then, then he comes and out. And then he, out, he says. And then he puts his glove on. I'm like, yeah. what are you doing? Put your glove on in the gorilla position, idiot. Yeah, no. If I see him at, at like Comic Con, I'm a. You're an
2: idiot. Why did I'm, I'm asking? Why did you not have your glove on? You're going to be with him if you don't. If he does not do that, the video needs to be posted of him backing down. Because I've already seen Tim back him down once. The look of fear in his
0: eyes right. was amazing. Why do we have
1: to talk about Tim?
2: All right. I did not
0: know that he was not Timmy Lou Redden. Okay, I didn't know that. Well, and the worst part about it is, before we I don't want to get too sidetracked. But you remember when Tim said something about something that that he sent him? The email said. And I'm the one that sent the email with Timmy Lou's name on it. So I'll leave John. Like, it was legitimate. Like,
1: I don't know what the email said.
0: But, I mean, his email address was timmylouretton at gmail.com. So, I mean, you know. But anyways. I'm afraid to see Tim. I'm going to be honest.
1: (laughs) I think he may come at me.
0: I think everybody's number one is this guy.
1: And in 10 seconds, entry number 21 in the Royal Rumble.
0: Golf back into the ring. Styles as well. Who's it gonna be? He's the kid.
1: No,
2: no way. Oh my! You gotta be kidding me!
0: The Rated R Superstar! She's here! course it has to be edge returning after a nine-year hiatus from wrestling it was anybody's not edge
1: no. I, like i i don't know how it couldn't have been right
0: I, I don't i mean to me the list had to be edge one aj2 and then whatever after that right i started with edge because that one
2: was just set in stone <laughs> yeah it's what it well was. and you know it's the
0: first thing i <laughs> we lose
1: so much because of social media. There there aren't surprises anymore. Right. And if you watch that 24, I think it was a 24, yes. wasn't it? On Edge in that return, he told Vince, if we're going to do this, we're going to do it kayfabe. Like, right. nobody's going to know. Right. And and I'll never forget the lasting image of that whole show was him waiting for the his music to hit. And he's like, I don't know what kind of reception I'm going to get. Of course, you know, I know what kind of reception I would have gotten 9 years, do people still care about me? Yeah. Yeah. And his music hits, the literal roof explodes off the building and Beth Phoenix breaks down. Like because she knew that he was back. Like and it wasn't sad tears. Right. It was tears of my husband's been accepted back. Like they they are genuinely excited to see him.
0: Well, I mean, I know we were texting back and forth at that moment going, oh my God, it's Edge. I mean, it's Edge. Right. And you think back, that was 2020. And to this day, since that day, there hasn't been a pop other than punk that's come close. And I mean for and for I would, the longest time it was the last true crowd reaction that we had prior to covid shutting the world down
1: and i would argue that Edges reaction was louder because nobody knew
0: oh uh, no i i do agree that it was it still the loudest pop yep. and i mean it, it is well i mean you all can hear it i mean we i just i just played it there a while ago i mean it was crazy and i remember the next day it was all over social media, and every time I opened it up and watched it, I still got goosebumps every single time. I still get goosebumps seeing it because it is unbelievable, the reaction, the crowd. The The one thing that I hate the most about it is where they were at. If I don't know if you remember that. They were in Houston, and he come out of the dugout, and I mean, they he was basically on the field, and I mean... It wasn't like that there was a stage that he could come out and everybody could see it. Yeah. Right? So it kind of you kind of missed the allure of the view yeah. with it. So
1: I actually almost selected Vince McMahon's quads that he ruptured running to the ring uh, during the Batista John Cena fiasco that happened at the end. I almost went with Vince McMahon's quads. But that's where he restarted the match, sitting down against the refs. Yeah. Three refs come up to him. What are we doing? He just leaned up. All right, boys. We've done our Mount Rushmore. We're running a little long tonight. Yeah. Let's predict the match card. I got it pulled up here. Okay. Let's start with the women's match for the for, for the uh, the Raw Women's Championship. We have Becky Lynch versus Dewdrop. Y'all don't see any way, way that Becky Lynch loses this belt, right? No. No way. Possible. I don't either. Uh, what about the um uh, mixed tag match? We got number one on Mount Rushmore, Edge, and his wife Beth Phoenix versus the Miz and and Maurice. That's got to go. E-edge Edge and Beth. and Beth. Edge and Beth. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we got our men's title matches. We'll go with Roman versus Seth freaking Rollins.
2: Roman. You think Roman? Yep.
1: Roman. I'm going Seth. I think. I think this is the way they get their match. Roman versus Brock. I think you guys are going to go opposite on the next match. You you all are going to go Bobby over Brock, aren't you?
0: I'm going Bobby over Brock. I think Bobby destroys Brock. I think it's very possible it's the first match and Brock gets his way back into the Royal Rumble. Wins the Royal Rumble and challenges. My
1: reasoning that it's not that's that, my hot take. <laughs> my reasoning that it's not that is it doesn't fit this version of Brock Lesnar's character. The 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 angry guy. He come out with a leather cowboy hat on and and overalls. It doesn't fit. I think it. I think Seth and Roman open the show. I think S- Seth Rollins is much hotter than than Bobby Lashley right now.
0: Unfortunately, the women's Royal Rumble will probably open the show. That's what they normally do. They You're usually book right. in the show with but them. But
1: I think I I am opposite of you guys. Um uh, so
0: I will utterly be shocked if Seth Rollins wins that match. I think it Saturday. fits
1: I think it fits the tribal chief's character right now and adds another layer for him to be so infuriated that he lost his belt that he literally destroys. And I could even see him potentially come in at number one. Like he goes and beats the crap out of who's number one and then just obliterates everybody that comes
0: in the ring. So so you're opposite. You think Roman loses? I think think Roman loses the 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 belt and wins the Rumble. Wow. That is a bold prediction.
2: One thing, what's Fox going to feel about? Because that's going to drive something here. Yeah. Fox is not going to want to lose Roman. And well, that's why I went with Bobby Lashley. Because well, then you move but Brock I,
1: back. But, but Brock keeps saying he's a uh, free agent. I yeah. think Roman just says the same thing. I'm a free agent. I'll go wherever I want to. I'm the tribal chief. I'm yeah. going to show up on whatever show I want to show up on. Well, I mean,
0: color me shocked if it happens. Huh?
1: Just remember, you heard it here. That's true.
0: So, Women's Rumble, who you got?
2: If Bailey returns, I got Bailey winning.
0: Who you got? I, I would I would agree with that. my My backup pick to that would be Oscar returning.
1: My prediction, and I was on the Bailey train. My prediction: Ronda Rousey shows up. She's number thirty. She wins. We get Ronda Rousey versus Becky at, at WrestleMania. Ronda Rousey is the biggest surprise. Yeah. You realize she hasn't been in a ring for almost three years. Like, it's hard to believe that WrestleMania, that she main-evented with Becky and Charlotte, which was an awful main event, and a lot of that was on Becky, mm-hmm. was three years ago. Yeah, well, so,
0: this match won't be any better.
1: I think Ronda is the big name that shows up. I think she is the one. I think she comes
2: out. My backup would have to be Charlotte Flair. I think Charlotte is the champ. She's put the stipulation in that if I win, I get to pick my there's, opponent. There's, I can see her. There's right. also
0: an outside shot that it might be Lita. Because her and Lita have, uh, I think Lita eliminates Charlotte, and that sets
1: up Lita versus Charlotte at yeah, WrestleMania.
0: It's probably more uh-huh. likely to happen.
1: And then, of course, for the main course, of course, the main course, we have the Men's Rumble. Mm-hmm. Who you got?
0: Well, I mean, I, I, I think it's Brock. Um, and Without you, you, it, okay, let
1: let's let's predict this because they've heard our they've heard our hot takes. Let's predict this like Brock and Roman both retain.
2: Johnny Knoxville, no, completely kidding. Uh, AJ Styles.
1: AJ Styles is also mine.
2: Austin
0: Theory.
1: He's been Austin, he, He's been on the
2: Austin Theory train well, for a while. I, funny, I've been asking you all in text.
0: And then um, I think Champa is the surprise male entrant. Well, and I think uh, Raquel Gonzalez is the surprise female entrant. I
1: think. Shane McMahon is the surprise male. Oh, God. And I think Ronda Rousey is the surprise female.
2: MJF is the surprise male. If MJF... MJF is coming through. that. Listen to me.
1: And, and, and as Sean and our podcast audience as, as my witness, if MJF shows up, I will have my wife fix you a, a platter of enchiladas, and I will buy you a case of your favorite Gatorade.
2: Folks, you don't know how good these enchiladas are. They're the best in the world. I would put them up against anything. If you want to go south of the border and bring some back, I'll put them up against
0: it. So, That's a heck of a bet right there. Talk about, before
1: we close the show, there's always some surprises. I found a list on the Sportster, and I want to go over this. Top, this it's just the top ten, and I'll start ten, go to one, and I want to know the probability you guys think. All right? It says The Rock or John Cena.
2: Well, John Cena, they've already said, I think filming a movie. So right. he's already.
0: I, I, zero
1: probability. I think zero yeah. chance. An AEW or impact entrant. You just said you think MJF. MJF's coming through. If it's an AEW person at all, it would be Chris Jericho.
0: I agree. Um, I don't think. I think there is a 5% chance that another brand comes through on the male side. I think it's a, like a
1: 0.5%. <laughs> like I, I think there's, I think all this forbidden door talk. Is just a bunch of talk. The only forbidden door that's being opened is they're going to let Mickey James come out with the Impact Women's Championship to her Impact theme song, and that's going to be their goodwill of, we're sorry we did you dirty. <laughs> we're right. sorry we put your, your right. stuff in a garbage bag and shipped it to you. That, good point. Uh, Paige. She's been medically cleared.
0: 20%. Potentially. I, I'd agree with that. I hope she does, though. Bailey. I think Bailey's a sure bet. Uh, yeah. I think the fact that they're saying that it's going to be March before she's cleared is just them throwing shade. I think, I think Bailey comes back, and if Bailey does come back, I cannot imagine anyone other than her winning the Rumble.
1: Does Corey Graves pull a John, or I mean, a Jerry Lawler? Probably. Is Corey Graves yeah. in the Rumble? Uh, yeah, I think so too. I don't want him to, but probably. And you all both think this, what well, we all three think this could happen: Brock or Roman. Right. Uh, if yep. if 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 they lose the belt. It is a one hundred percent guarantee that the person who loses the belt is right. in the Rumble,
0: and I think I think that is you are going to know the you are going to know the results of that on who that first match is. Yep, you are going to know how that you are going to know how the Rumble goes after that first match. Oscar, I think it's a hundred percent chance that she's back. I do too. I and I think
1: I think a lot of these is because they're so few, they're so low on names. So yep. Oscar, I think Lacey Evans is going to be back.
0: I hope so.
1: Uh she's been training. I th- I think she, she's not on this list, but I think she comes back too. Uh we th- we all think Raquel Gonzalez comes up. I think mm-hmm. this is her call up.
0: Yeah.
1: Um Kane. What about Kane? Did we get a Kane appearance?
0: Was he in it last year?
1: Uh maybe. I mean, he's been in the Royal Rumble match 20 times.
0: I think there's a and he 10% has, chance that he does. And right? he has 46
1: eliminations. Yeah. Yeah. And then number one, I think it's 100%. It says Tommaso Ciampa or Pete Dunne. I think we could see them both.
0: Yeah, I, I definitely I think we see Tommaso I could see Ciampa. them being one and two, to be completely
1: honest. Yeah.
2: I, I see Sami Zayn being one and nobody else other than Sammy Zayn. He's got that whole character right now. That's of, true. Oh, they're out to get me. Him and Johnny
0: Knoxville probably one and two.
2: Johnny Knoxville will eliminate him if that's
0: And the case. there's also talk that Bad Bunny may, may show back up. Ugh.
2: Oh,
1: I mean, but he did okay. He, he, he did okay. Be-
2: he was better than I thought he would be.
1: Any chance, and I'll close with this, any chance we get Bray Wyatt? No. Any chance?
0: Probably not.
1: I think there's a higher chance of Bray Wyatt coming than anybody from AEW or Impact. And I don't think there's a high chance. Right. I think we're one percent or less. Yeah.
2: If Bray Wyatt comes through the curtain, I will never say a good word about AEW again.
0: (laughs) Never. Never. (laughs) That's that's a bigger statement than the enchiladas and Gatorade. I think
1: I think we have seen the last of Bray Wyatt wrestling for a major promotion. Just like I think we've seen the last of Braun Strowman wrestling for a major promotion. Could be right. That's a wrap.
0: Almost a record-breaking time slot here. So, guys, we hope you enjoy the show. Enjoy the Rumble tonight. And uh, we'll see you next week. Stay safe, friends. up today's episode we want to say thanks to all of our listeners without you none of this is possible if you haven't had a chance yet please go out and leave us a five-star review on your favorite platform make sure to check us out on facebook at from corner to corner on twitter at corner to corner pc and on tiktok at from corner to corner you can always reach us on facebook or on email corner to corner pc at gmail.com We love you all and we'll see you next time.